0: My pleasure to welcome you right here, right now, to the Clark Howard Show. Our mission, to serve you and empower you so you make better financial decisions in your life. You know what today is? It's Friday, what I've waited for all week long, Clark Stinks. Not because it's Friday and the weekends here. I really love Clark Stinks because your feedback makes me better at serving you. And later, oh boy, (laughs) I have some new stats about credit cards that are very unnerving about the balances people are running and the interest rate charges and what that means to you and your family budget. But enough about that for now, because now it's about me, how you feel I have let you down in today's Clark Stinks segment. I should have never encouraged you to speak. You must think I'm pretty stupid. You should
1: be ashamed of yourself. Well, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong.
0: Maybe you're right, pal.
1: Clark, a listener asked about a 2% reward card option since the Costco Visa is not as great as it used to be when it was American Express. Clark suggested the Capital One card with a big annual fee, Which part of it's returned if you purchase travel through Capital One? The rest of the story. There are more and more cards that require you to purchase travel through them versus just using the card to purchase any travel expense. Forgive me if I haven't heard Clark address this previously, but will the travel maestro please explain how the costs compare booking through the credit card company versus the many other sites Clark has recommended in the past? Keep on keeping on, Clark. You're the best, Barbara.
0: So, Barbara, what a wonderful... Wonderful question. If we had a camera behind me when I'm trying to book travel, it would bore you and then it'd be so, you'd be laughing. I was booking some travel last night. I opened so many windows at so many websites, comparison shopping. I had the Capital One travel website open, I had the American Express travel website open. I had Priceline, I had Booking, I had Hotels.com, I had some hotel sites up, and my whole screen at the top was tiny little windows, one after another after another, and I was going back and forth and comparing, and I got overwhelmed, and I actually took out pen and paper and was writing things down. This website had this and that, and I know a lot of people get, that just sounds like a no-fun zone For me, it's all like this challenge, and so there are times that booking through one of the travel portals is going to cost you more and not worth doing. Then there are other times it's a real deal, plus you get 5x points or 10x points or something like that using the travel portal, and so I don't use it until I have verified it is a-okay so I was booking four different hotels last night and I booked one with Priceline two with booking which is the same company as Priceline and one with American Express so I was like all over the place figuring out for each place what was best
1: Your info on college scholarships was good, but you should have mentioned dual enrollment in high school. You can get up to two years of college free that way. Many kids graduate from high school with much, if not all of their first two years of college complete at no cost. Bill.
0: Bill, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I mentioned that so infrequently when I talk about community college or anything like that, I should absolutely mention much more often dual enrollment especially because I have this big bias that senior year is kind of a treading water year for a lot of high school students, and especially the spring semester of a senior year. So dual enrollment starting even as early as junior year, as you said, or in the senior year, I think is a wonderful option getting somebody to focus forward and defray a lot of the cost.
1: Your smearing of financial institutions stinks worse than the dumpster in your credit union's parking lot. Your characterization of banks raking in millions of dollars based on the float doesn't hold any water. In fact, the line item for interest gained from holding funds isn't even a category that is tracked in many banks and credit union financial reports. 99% of the reason for holds on checks and the time delay in ACH payments is fraud. You would be amazed and disgusted at the frequency and creativity of bad guys trying to get a few hundred or thousand dollars based on bad check deposits and ACH payments. If FedNow has protections built in for this, then great. But otherwise, look for financial institutions to be gun-shy about the immediacy of funds when there are so many people out there trying to steal a quick buck. Thank you for all you do, but next time, take it easy on the banks and credit unions trying to protect your hard-earned money, Greg.
0: Greg, thank you. So that is a great question about Fed now. So the sending institution has to be comfortable with the money that's moving instantly to the receiving institution with FedNow. So I think that's why a lot of financial institutions have been unwilling to sign up with FedNow to this point, and they're pretty married to the ways they've been moving money, which is a real disadvantage to consumers. I'm fascinated by what you said because I've always heard this was about the float for banks, that they didn't want the U.S. to adopt the world standard system of instant movement and instant availability of funds for customers. I'll do more reading about it. And in fact, if it really is not about banks earning money on the float or credit unions earning money on the float, then I will certainly correct myself on that.
1: Clark, you smell like a bag of meat left in the trunk overnight in the southern
0: heat. And it has been hot lately, hasn't it, in the South?
1: (laughs) You stated that with the AC set on 82 and a modern ceiling fan running, it would feel like 72 degrees. You would need an industrial fan with hurricane speed to possibly accomplish this feat. While a ceiling fan may help for a couple of degrees, it cannot make 82 feel like 72. It would just be blowing hot air at you. Sean from Mobile, Alabama.
0: Sean, thank you. That was not a stat I came up with. And if I was re-quoting a false statement, I apologize. A ceiling fan or even a box fan does make you feel more comfortable though, in my opinion.
1: You don't completely stink on this one, so you only smell like the lingering aromatics of a kitchen after a fish dinner was cooked the previous night. A caller recently asked about advice on credit cards that offer cash back for home improvements. You were gleeful about a 2% cash back card, but you should have suggested the U.S. Bank Shopper Card. This credit card allows you to pick two vendors each quarter where you will receive 6% cash back, including Lowe's, Home Depot, Amazon, Target, etc., This beats the 5% return of store cards, which is junk credit anyway. You also get to choose a category such as utilities, gas, or even warehouse stores, including your beloved Costco and Sam's Club, where you'll receive 3% cash back. All other purchases are 1.5%. And just so you know, Nick on our team is is researching this card, and we may review it on Clark.com.
0: That's wonderful. So my bad, I never talk about U.S. Bank. U.S. Bank is, I think, the fifth or sixth largest bank in the United States. And I never talk about anything about them, negative, positive, whatever, any of their credit cards, anything like that. And so we'll see what Nick comes up with.
1: Okay. Okay. A few about this topic. Clark, you recently made a good point about the culture of hospitals contributing to the shortage of nurses. However, from what my sister, a paramedic, and several nurse friends have told me, the bigger issue is the broader culture. A small percentage of system abusers treat nurses and other healthcare workers horribly. I'm not just referring to insults and threats, which are bad enough. Recently, an ER nurse in a hospital near me was so viciously assaulted by a patient that she was out of work for months and has permanent facial scarring. Wow. Wow. Until we can better protect healthcare workers from violent and demeaning behavior from patients, we shouldn't be surprised when we struggle to fill vacant jobs. And that one was from Neva. And should I go ahead and just read these others?
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm shocked about patients Terrible. being violent.
1: Clark, fish and visitors smell in three days, and you stunk in one minute when you said doctors are treated like something godlike. I guess you don't realize that after a minimum of 11 years of schooling— we are simply called providers these days and not doctors. We are sometimes only valued to produce big numbers for healthcare systems, have a current burnout rate far above 60%, and are assumed to only think of money, homes, and on lakes and SUVs, and apparently do not have feelings being fair game for every layperson in the world to call out the evil and corrupt healthcare system. We have worked many and continue to work many weekends, holidays, and nights just to hear the jealous, uneducated say that is what they chose when we often compromise our family lives as much as any profession. And yes, we too saw patients during COVID and we too had deaths from COVID exposure when some people needlessly exposed us having little regard for other human beings other than themselves. I can only think that you have no friends or family that are physicians or have many around you formulating your opinion, but I cannot name one of my colleagues that has ever been treated like a God. I have listened to you for 30 years, but you never have, and you never will make a worse statement than you did in reference to these physicians being treated like gods. And that is from Kelly.
0: Kelly, thank you for that. Uh, Actually, I do have uh, so many members of my family and extended family that are doctors. And so I was not talking about doctors themselves. And you were giving a completely different perspective. I was talking about the hierarchy and a medical facility. And of course, you spent forever in school, Kelly. And yes, doctors are on call 24 hours a day, seven days a week, as are nurses and other medical professionals. And I don't like the corporatization of medical care. And now, I think it's more than a third of all doctors are now employees of major hospital systems, having lost their autonomy and independence. There's a lot going on here with medicine. And if what I said at that time, I don't remember exactly what I said, if it sounded like straight shot direct attack on doctors, for that I apologize. I do think there is a clear problem in the way hospitals are run and the way nurses and other hospital staff are treated that is leading to so much turnover.
1: Regarding the podcast of an annuity and a 401k, you might suggest one consider an A plus or higher rating for lifetime income and that the annuity one's company is offering is not offshore like Bermuda registered or a private equity owned insurance company. And that's from Gary.
0: Gary, thank you. That is such a phenomenally clear and well-made point private equity has been buying up insurers and stripping them of value, and then the insurers no longer have claims-paying ability. That is a terrible problem, and what's happened is you have these very sophisticated private equity organizations with all their advanced degree finance people, and they're up against these very small state insurance departments that are outgunned. By these big private equity outfits that come in and kind of run roughshod over the state regulators, take over an insurer in the state where its regulation takes place, and then they strip it of value. They run off with the money for themselves, and then the insureds don't have money. And then it's left to the state guarantee fund to make up some of those losses. And then you've got the foreign held ones. Very valid point. And A plus plus or A plus AM best rating is what you should be looking at. And I want to thank you, Gary. You must be in the industry for pointing out what I should have said when I was talking about the annuitization within a plan of a 401k to provide a lifetime income that someone will not outlive. So coming up ahead, something that seems to outlive us for many people, credit card balances. We got to talk about this and where things are today. I'm really worried about what's going on with credit card balances in the United States. There are those among us who continually run balances. We use credit cards as just a way of borrowing money, and it's not episodic. There are people that it's episodic, but there are those who just never have an intention. It's never a goal to pay off credit card balances. And according to research by the Financial Times, 20% of credit card users are what in the lingo of the trade are called heavies, heavy revolvers. Heavies are people who account for almost all the interest banks earn. Somewhere around three quarters of all the interest that banks earn on credit cards are from 20% Of credit card users, the heavies or heavy revolvers, whichever phrase a particular researcher uses. And so the banks are counting on people getting hooked, almost like a drug dealer trying to get somebody hooked on a drug and then they got to have that drug over and over again. That's what the banks count on. And let me tell you, they have figured out through research and just by trial and error that people never pay attention to the interest rate they're paying on a credit card. When I ask somebody who owes money on credit cards, I say, how much do you owe? They usually don't know. And then I ask, what interest rate are you paying? And I can tell you 100% of the time, someone cannot tell me. So the banks have taken advantage of that. Listen to this. 15 years ago, the average markup above what's known as the Fed funds rate that you paid on a credit card was eight points higher. Today, it's 17 points higher. The banks learned that credit card users, the heavy revolvers, are not aware of what interest rates they're paying and do not respond to interest rates. So they just raise them higher and higher and higher. And that's why the average credit card rate is the highest interest rate it's ever been, somewhere around 20% more or less. 20%. Nobody got up in the morning and said, hey, I can't wait to take out a 20% loan. So what I want to say to you, if I'm talking to you, if you are a heavy revolver, you're that person who's accounting for three quarters of the money the banks are making from credit cards. If you are one of those people, And they're not a lot of you, but you're making all the money for them. It means that if possible, I want you to resolve a change. I talked about this just a couple of weeks ago, the whole idea of changing your entire connection and relationship to money, starting with putting those credit cards away, away. Put them in the deep freeze. I'm not asking you to cut them up. I'm asking you to get a freezer bag, put water in it, put all your credit cards in there, seal it, and put that in the freezer. And if you're shopping at places where you have to have plastic, they don't take cash, then even have a piece of trash, fake Visa or fake MasterCard, also known as a debit card, as an alternative. Or get a Bluebird card through the Walmart American Express joint venture and use a Bluebird card to buy things. But the plastic has got to go literally in the deep freeze. And it's not a joke. I mean it. I still remember years and years and years ago when we heard from someone who had taken that advice, and then they decided they just had to have the credit card out. And Krista, do you remember what happened in that case? Did the credit cards break? No, what, what she did was she took a hairdryer hair and tried dryer, to melt yeah. the ice quicker and the card uh, yeah, warped, it warped yeah. and she was never able to use it again. She thought it was so funny that in her mind, <laughs> the deep freeze worked because it prevented her from doing the impulsive spending with the card. So try it because I want you in control. I don't want you to be an easy mark for the big bad banks to charge you all that interest because I want that money working in your life, not for their stockholders. One other thing, the interest rates, if it's going to take you a long, long time to pay off the cards, credit union credit cards usually carry an interest rate as little as half what the big issuers charge, which the big issuers are City, Chase, Capital One, and American Express. Those four companies control overwhelmingly the credit card market. And so if I can get you to move your transfer, your balances to a credit union card, you'll be able to service the debt a lot cheaper and it'll make it easier to pay down the balances because more of your money each month will be going to paying the principal instead of the massive amount of interest that the big four issuers are charging you.
1: Okay. Alma in Missouri says, hello, my electric company is switching to time-based rate plans. I'm unsure how I should go about choosing one. All of them will increase our rate during the hours of 4 to 8 p.m. as much as as high as 10 times the current rate. Can you recommend what we should do? And we've had a couple of similar questions from people around the country.
0: We've had uh, all the utility companies now have the technology, not all, but most all now have installed the technology for time of use rates. And time, the reason time of use rates are so important to utilities is that during hours of peak consumption, in the case of your utility, it's 4 to 8 p.m., they're having to pay at times on the wholesale market massive amounts, huge amounts, for the extra kilowatt hours they need what are known as peaker rates, and so they're offering you a carrot and a stick. If you use a time of use plan, know that those hours, in their case four hours a day, they're going to brutalize your wallet, and the benefit for you, the other 20 hours when power is much cheaper for them to supply to you, you're going to get a better deal. If you tend to be at home a lot or people are at home, there's a lot of consumption going on, you're running laundry, whatever, do not go, if it's optional, on a time of use plan. If, on the other hand, in your home, people typically are not home in the hours of the day that your plan calls for high peak time of use charges, then this is a great deal for you. There's a utility I saw an ad for recently that if you go on their time of use plan from it's like 10 at night, I think, till five or six in the morning, you pay a penny a kilowatt, which is basically like giving you free power in return for having these extremely high rates during the peak hours, and then the other hours are still much more expensive than they are right now when you're not on time of use. So you got to know your life, your lifestyle, the hours you're home, and are you willing to make changes to make that work for you better?
1: Karen in Wisconsin says, thank you, Clark, for the fantastic job you and your team do to guide us to save more, spend less, and avoid getting ripped off. I'd like to share two things today with you. First, for this year's annual physical, I asked my doctor to recommend a local lab for the routine blood work rather than using the hospital's lab. My out-of-pocket went from $595 for the previous year to $109.
0: Wow. Okay, this is big. This is big. The hospital-based, diagnostics, labs, everything else. In this case, look at the difference. Five times the out-of-pocket cost. And before you finish, I wanted to say, I got a mailer from the health insurer I have showing me for all these different things that my doctor might order, if I go where the doctor would normally order me, this is how much it'll cost me. And if I go to these third parties and they listed a lot of third parties. If I go to them, I'll pay this much less. And this is something most people don't know. Go on. I'm sorry to okay. interrupt
1: No, Alma also said also if you have your jewelry insured, you should make sure you get regular updates to the appraisal. My rings value increased about 10%. And if I would have had a claim, I would be responsible for the difference between the insured amount and the replacement amount.
0: That is great advice as well. Jewelry, you know, where you have the separate policy for your jewelry what can be known as a floater or rider when you have that the value of jewelry may in fact have gone up over time just as you talked about and if it does get lost or stolen you're going to have paid for insurance that does not fully insure you
1: Brandon in Colorado says, I just graduated and started my first real job. I worked at a Walmart for the last three years to help pay for school. I participated in their stock option plan and now have over $5,000 in Walmart stock. Since listening to you, I now want to start my Roth IRA as soon as possible, and I would like to move these funds to start my Roth. What's the best way to do this? Would I cash in my stock and pay the taxes and fund the Roth, or is there a better way? Thanks for all your advice and help.
0: So we got a couple of things here. One, I love widely diversified funds. Right now you have the world's largest retailer and you're so narrow in where your money is, but you also have 5,000 bucks here. So you only owe capital gains tax, which is a very favorable tax. If you're just starting to work, you may be at a 0% tax rate on that gain. That's right. There is an actual zero percent tax rate on held investments held more than a year for certain taxpayers. If you're just getting out of school you may well qualify for the zero percent tax rate this year or maybe a 10 percent tax rate. So you could in fact cash out, take the five grand, pay little or no tax and first year on a job you're going to make enough you could put a full 6,500 into a Roth This would be the first five grand of it. And then the money would grow tax free forever till you spend it in retirement. That is so wonderful that you participate in the Walmart stock option. You got the five grand. You used Walmart as a way to pay for school. Instead of calling me about all your student loans or writing me about all your student loans, you're rolling in the money when you finish school and go to your ongoing after-school jobs. I'm very, very impressed. And I wanna thank you so much for being with us today. I hope you have a fantastic weekend. Know that we serve you all weekend long at Clark.com and ClarkDeals.com.